I am a little bit embarrassed to bring this up, and I don't know why, because I am not unlike, I don't know, about 15, 20 million other people in this country, but I really love American Idol. <laughs> and I, I was unaware of it. Not that anybody cares, but I was yeah. unaware of it when it came on. <laughs> and then you saw in the news is Kelly Clarkson. You're like, man, she's great. This yeah. show must know what's up. And then, of course, like everybody else, I got caught up watching it for a number of years there. And I gradually lost interest. And there was a long period where I didn't watch it at all. Mm-hmm. Well, I tried The Voice. That was okay. I've seen X Factor, some of these other shows here and there. Yeah. But, you know, I liked the American Idol when it first became a thing. And then that was it. And mm-hmm. then a period. Well, I started watching it again a couple of years ago, I think with you. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, it is a very entertaining show. The it way is. that they do it now, they don't have all those horrible people like they did uh, years ago. Yeah, they don't do the bad... I mean, they have... Every once in a while, they have bad auditions, but they don't bring people in to be stupid in their auditions. They're just And that would drag on for weeks and weeks watching all these auditions of these different people. And I think the novelty, I lost interest. So I think the pacing of the show is better. So if you haven't seen it in a long time, really talented people singing really good songs for the most part. Even the people that don't get on are really pretty good. It's really amazing that so many people can sing so well. I mean, it's hard to sing. And there are so many people, and a lot of them are so young. I just can't believe that that voice can come out of a 15, 16-year-old some, sometimes. No question. But here's why I bring all of this up. I got The panel that they've got there, I got to tell you, <laughs> are very entertaining. And yeah. I had really no strong opinion. You know, we used to do country, and uh, Luke Bryan's a nice enough guy. We yeah. met him a number of times, but nothing special. If you're asking me, he's fine. He, he sings he's fine. fine. Yeah. He's, he's pleasant a nice enough. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lionel Richie also met him a couple of times. Very nice. His music's good. I yeah. like it. It's fun. Katy Perry, fine. You know, her songs are Catchy, I guess. Yeah. No strong opinion. You watch the three of them together. These are three <laughs> weird, funny people. They are weird. And they yeah. really make the show. As a matter of fact, I would go so far as to say, somehow, some way, you need to be best friends with <laughs> Katy Perry. Because I, I realize that she's a pop singer and she's a millionaire. Yeah. But other than that, you two are exactly the yeah. same person. We are both stone cold weirdos. <laughs> and just everything that she does, I'm like, no, I get it. Like, I understand that. She comes out in crazy costumes. Crazy she costumes. Goes, I mean, she does. I mean, she makes strange faces. She does weird noises. Rolls around on the floor. She was chasing a bird that got into their studio yeah. the other day. I would absolutely chirping do that exact at the bird, same going, thing. <laughs> trying to get the bird to come uh-huh. to her. That's exactly something you would do. <laughs> it is. Yeah. There, there are days people don't realize this while the show is going on. <laughs> That I'll, I'll look up from what I'm doing, and Rochelle's not in her seat. She's crawling on the floor doing push-ups. I don't know why. You know, but there's weird things like this happen all the time. <laughs> I so, just come into the studio in dino suits. You dress it's like a dinosaur <laughs> for no reason, no reason whatsoever on a random Tuesday. So I feel as though some way, somehow, yeah. mm-hmm. more so than my bromance with Jerry O'Connell, you need to be friends with Katy Perry. Because, again, this woman is bizarre. Yeah. No, and I, I am also bizarre. I feel like she's probably bizarre? looking for friends because most of these Hollywood people are not weird like that. Yeah. No, I don't know if we would be great friends or if we would make each other crazy because mm. we're both so similar that we would just be squawking at each other or roll. Hello, I mean, yeah. Right, hello, hello, hi. <laughs> and just making weird sounds and n- there would be no actual conversation happening. I don't know. I don't know. Also, part of my plan here is I would like to be friends with Orlando Bloom. Ah, I see. That'd be cool. I see the real plan. Roll here. into the bar with Orlando. <laughs> He's paying. Yeah. Let me have some Grey Goose, please. Uh-huh. Time now for the CBB. This is a good way to start off every day. The Community Bulletin Board. Right about 620, 835 or so we share these. We hear from local businesses, organizations, charity groups, putting on events, doing some good around the neighborhood, having some fun for families, friends to get together. Sometimes it's a charity looking to raise awareness or even some funds to yeah. do what it does to mm-hmm. give back. So let us know if you got one. You can always text it in. Just give us a link with all the info. Make it easy for us because we're a bunch of dummies, all right? <laughs> 732-774-4444 is a boss. Text Connect. You can do it on the Facebook. Just uh, send a direct message. 
at the at 1071 the boss on Facebook. Mm-hmm. If for some reason you're not already following us, you can do it on our Robbie and Rochelle Facebook too. We're yes. at Robbie and Rochelle or right at 1071theboss.com where we post a complete list of events uh, for both the community and station events where the boss roadie is going to be on tour. A little reminder, we're just a couple of weeks away here from the big St. Patty's Day Springsteen Sweet Tickets live at Bar A, Lake Como. Robbie and Rochelle Boy. in the morning going to be there. Right, early 6 a.m. on St. Patrick's Day. That is March the 17th. It's on a Friday this year. It's going to be trouble. Good God Almighty, it's on a Friday <laughs> this year. Going to need the luck of the Irish to get through the day yep. without falling face first into the cement. And then uh, Dusan's going to be out with more Springsteen tickets at Kelly's of Neptune. Mm-hmm. Have an annual tradition to have us all out. And you get the info on that, 1071theboss.com. How about this? The Tinton Falls Public Library Association 4th Annual Children's Fashion Show is going on Saturday, March 25th, 2 to 5, at the Mahala F. Atchison School. You can check out the latest in kids' fashions. There'll be a silent auction and a whole lot more. All proceeds benefit the Tinton Falls Public Library. If you would like to be a vendor, you can get info right now or you know just to attend tintonfallslibrary.com. For the info, it's the 50th annual Belmar Lake Como St. Patty's Day Parade. Boss going to be in that, too. Oh, that's, that's fun. Going on this weekend, Sunday, 1230. I apparently said Saturday earlier, but uh, Sunday, 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 right? 22nd Avenue and Main Street, and then ends at River Road. Belmar St. Patty's Day Parade on Facebook for the info on that. And how about a little whiskey fest in Jersey City? Jersey City having their whiskey fest Sunday, March 19th from 630 to 10. Harborside features over 100 styles of whiskey and spirits. Oh. Find a brand new favorite. Get to know whiskey from the experts. That's trouble. Distilleries all around the world coming into Jersey City for this. You can check New York City com for tickets and info. I don't know if they get another one going on in town and then they get a little satellite location in Jersey I don't City. Know. But that sounds amazing. New York City com if you're interested in that. Mm-hmm. And there you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Joe, we were in the uh, city over the weekend. I heard, yeah, I know. I saw you at the Goober Express. I saw it. Yep. <laughs> now, this thing really wasn't quite as goobery as some of these conventions are because they invited uh, college kids that are interested in uh, media. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Goobers in training. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <that's>... Yeah. <laughs> Goobers in training. They came in from all over the country. They have an interest in uh, radio, and they sat in on these seminars with people like us professionals already working in the field and they ask questions and i actually found it to be quite a rewarding experience that these kids were coming up and asking advice of me i kind of liked it yeah no it's great it, it it's it's i mean that's a really cool thing you did uh, i'm not you know i'm not being sarcastic at all it is it's a really really cool thing and these kids you know god bless them they're trying to come into this business and um you know it's a rough business man it really is whenever a kid asks me i always tell them don't do it yeah <laughs> that was the hardest thing not to do was they're asking all this advice and i was like you know <laughs> no but it was very heartening to me that people still wanted to do this and there because, was a lot of kids there you know i was really surprised it, it might be a lot easier to go on to youtube and post a video of yourself mm-hmm. so to want to do this which takes a lot more work and a lot more training and a different skill set i thought was kind of nice so the whole thing was uh, was great we did uh, go out for dinner on Friday night, and met up with uh, our friend Ralphie, you know, who does the uh, Totally 80s oh, yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is after, I guess, he got done with this thing. So uh, he picked a steakhouse. And this is one of those deals, Joe, you sit down, you look at the menu, everything on the menu is over $40. And the well, majority yeah. of things on the menu were over $70. Yeah. And I start sweating. It was, oh my God, why could we not have gone to Applebee's? Well, it's also New York City, so everything in the city is... Not like that. I mean, you could definitely get a hamburger for no, less than 80 bucks. they all like that. All the steakhouses are like that. What steakhouse was this? This was Keen's, which we learned is the third oldest restaurant in all of uh, the city. 
Oh, wow. It so, was delicious. Yeah, and they have pictures oh, on sure. the wall, uh, you know, like Albert Einstein, Teddy Roosevelt sure. ain't there. So it's very cool. But that right. was just... Uh, so I ordered the cheapest thing I could find was a appetizer mutton chops. Piece of chicken? So I had mutton no. chops. It was 28 bucks, and it was, you know, chewy, but that was fine. I got a filet. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> a girl. Of course you did. I was like, just order a salad. Just get some bread and salad. She's like, I'll have the filet mignon for seventy eight ninety nine, please. Right. All right. Plus well, the you're at a steakhouse. The potatoes. Okay. Yeah, right. The spinach, the potatoes, the yep. mushrooms. You need all of it. Yep. Absolutely. Then I'm out in Sixth Avenue trying to sell my sneakers to pay for the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's just no concept of what things cost. Apparently. You are the absolute worst. <laughs> well, it's expensive. I can't afford to, a Here, dinner that costs two hundred dollars. Come on. Here's your wife. You know, and, and you order mutton chops. I did at a at a at a at a big time New York City steakhouse. The waiter must like, hey, we we got a cheap guy at table twenty. <laughs> That's why they put it on the menu just to determine who is the cheap guy in the room. Like, uh, put the one twenty nine dollar dish on there. We'll smoke them right out. Find out who's the cheapskate. <laughs> oh boy! Well, it was a stressful weekend. Also, ran into some people I hadn't seen for more than twenty years, and you know you're getting old never when, good. when there's a lot of people that you've known for more than 20 years i i used to be the kid in the room i don't know when that changed yeah no yeah yeah you were you always were oh that's honestly that's not anymore truth, baby no no nope, nope, not no more <laughs> everybody seemed to love andy gibb when he was the dead guy in the envelope that's when we did uh i don't know a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. we don't play any disco music <laughs> he's been dead for well over 30 years everybody thought that was a great one I thought Oral Redenbacher, every supermarket, any shop right you walk into, you're going to find a whole aisle full of his popcorn products. And Joe thinks it was a sucky addition. Well, I don't think he think it was it was sucky. I think his point was I kind of had an unfair advantage because we just watched that, and so that was already on my mind. So I that I think that was his but point there, was there nothing, and I do understand there that. There was nothing he couldn't have guessed with my clues that you know that we you only would have That's known fair. from watching we that show guess, we, we did guess I just know that you're a, you're you know I know you. I just know that you know me and that I would sure. pick something that well, I just Well, and I think recently... that's what he's saying is the unfair advantage there because it's one of those things that you and I being married we have that unfair advantage yeah. in a game. Per se. However, anyone could have guessed anything. That is so correct. I so I don't know why. I don't know why he needs to make me feel bad because I do. I do prepare these things. I know. And now I'm all upset. Okay, relax. I think all he was saying was that because <laughs> you and I had just watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was more on my mind than it would have been anyone else's to think of a popcorn maker because it is completely obscure. It's but not it obscure. Was, but, Orville Redenbacher is a famous no. name. It's a famous <laughs> brand name. Everybody knows the name. I don't know why it's obscure. Okay. Just calm down. It's all right. We, I'm just happy I got it because I always get nervous doing these because I feel like I never know what to ask. Or Now, if I'd gone with the guy who we, who was also part of this documentary on popcorn we were watching, the guy, and I forget his name, the guy, Freddie, I think, that invented Jiffy Pop, that would have been obscure. That, yeah. Orville Redenbacher is a famous name. <laughs> it is a famous name. I don't want to play with you two anymore. This is how I was when I was a little kid. You know, I, I, got, I, I, got, I got bullied in the sandbox. Hey. I just wanted to sit inside and eat my lunch alone. I'm right? happy. I got it right. I won. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Orville Redenbacher, dead guy in the envelope. Speaking of celebrities who are alive but almost dead, congratulations to my childhood crush, Sally Field. She was the winner of the <laughs> Lifetime Achievement Award last night at the uh, SAG Awards. Celebrity who's almost dead. Mm-hmm. She's 80 this year. She's, you know what? They they showed a picture of her with um, was it Andrew Garfield. Cause they yeah, because they were in Spider-Man again. Right. So they showed a picture when 
10, it was 11 years ago when the first one came out, and then there's a split screen of the two of them, and she's really aged in 11 years. <laughs> I'm not even being, no, I'm You not, just don't like her because no, I used to have a crush I'm, when I was a kid. I'm not. And, and I, let me just be clear. I will show you the side by, seriously, yeah. it's, it was. Can I, can I just be clear about something? In the Smokey and the Bandit movie, which came out years and years ago, I thought she was cute. She's an older woman now, and doesn't mean she's not still beautiful, but, you know, my crush goes back to watching Smokey and the Bandit when I was a kid, okay? Mm-hmm. That's where the crush comes from. The you, have reason, nothing, you have nothing to worry about now. The reason I make fun of you, I don't have anything to worry about ever because we're married and I'll kill you. <laughs> but the, I'm just saying I don't want you to think that I have a crush on anybody. This is what she looked like 11 years ago. That's 11 years ago? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's that, gonna, that's what I'm saying to you. It's been a rough 10 years. That's what I'm saying to you. Hey, listen, it's you. been a rough 10 years for everybody. Think back to 2013. Yes. It was a happier time. That's, that's all I was saying. I don't I don't have anything to worry about. My The reason I make fun of you with this is because when you and I first started dating, we right. were talking about celebrity crushes. And most men would say Pam Anderson, Megan Fox, and I said Sally you Field. Said, and this was only a few <laughs> years ago. And I was like, wait, like currently? That's your celebrity crush? Uh, what? What? <laughs> Okay. I thought her dress was pretty. There were some people we were looking she at the beautiful. This kind of one of the precursors to the uh, Oscars, which is a couple of weeks away. Yeah. Some of those dresses that they had were just. Uh, who was the lady who was in that lime green? She looked like a popsicle walking down the. Uh, oh, Amanda Seyfried. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a weird, weird outfit. We, that's my favorite part about any of these award shows is watching what they're going to wear and their outfits are. And hers was was strange. Austin Butler looked great. And you know who very- looked uh, cute was the girl who plays Wednesday Adams. She did look very cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was that a was nice a- little dress there. Yeah, she looked she looked great. And there was a lot of great outfits, but I some of the guys had some really fun really fun outfits. I liked I, I liked some- just wear a suit, you know? Like you get one of those if you're a, a guy most of those guys are in good shape. They wear that nice clean yeah. Tom Ford, James Bond looking yeah. suit. That's what you do. I don't know why they feel like they gotta be Well like Austin Butler had like a burgundy suit. It looked great. It's I mean burgundy. Like who has a burgundy suit? I know, but you think the women get to wear all these fun colors and different cuts and every award show that these people have to go to, yeah. they they're gonna be boring if they're just in a black suit every single time. That's yeah. lame. Have go, a little fun with it. Go gray, navy blue, you know. Maybe do a white suit like Rover Redenbacher, you know what I'm saying? See that's too much. <laughs> Do a little Orville. <laughs> All right, let's try this. Time for Hashtag Mom. God, Every morning right around 720 and 920, we hear from moms. Moms get a lot going on in their life. We search that hashtag and then share them right here like this. At Glasses and Goblets said, you can have kids or you can have a complete set of silverware, but you can't have both. <laughs> no, you really can't. It's funny. No. Your forks just disappear mysteriously from the drawer. You know where they're at? Under the bed. Yeah. Every time. Under the bed. Because they're not supposed to eat in their room, but I you know. know they do in they the middle of the it. night. <laughs> At Trey Dayway said, I made broccoli and salmon with homemade sugar cookies, and my baby just wanted the broccoli and salmon. Paternity test coming up. <laughs> Can't be my kid. Nope. Heather Walters said, someone cut me off and I gave them the finger. And mm. my seven-year-old asked what that means. And I said, it means you can go ahead of me. So you can guess what happened at the school lineup yesterday. <laughs> There's a cab driver in training right oh, there. Oh, boy. Hashtag mom. Every morning, 729, 20, in. You might hear yours right here. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071, The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere in the free Boss app. Thank you for waking up with us. And time right now, a little something we do every Monday. For dead guy in the envelope. I can't believe how many people we have come up to us since we started doing this again. This is from the old place. Yeah. Joe's been doing this for years and years. He said, you know what we should bring back is dead guy in the envelope. I said, well, we can give that a shot. And so we've done that. Just the other night we were at his uh, fundraiser up in Westfield. And I had at least three people come up and go, I think it's so funny that you brought mm-hmm. back the dead guy in the envelope. I said, well, all right. So inside this, uh, this little envelope... 
a little spool of paper, kind of like a CVS receipt, <laughs> or like the inside of a Chinese fortune cookie. Yes. And on it contains just one name, the name of a deceased famous person, a celebrity from some specter of fame and fortune. Mm -hmm. And it is up to you and Joe to figure out whom this dead person is, who the dead guy, or could be a woman, in the envelope is. Yes. If we don't get a winner, we will then open up the phone lines and get the assistance of the listeners to this great New Jersey radio station and attempt to figure out who is, in fact, today's dead guy in the envelope. Also, please feel free to text because... I need all the help I can get. Sure, you can help Rochelle with some clues along the way. <laughs> Boss, text connect open right now, 774-4444. We may or may not, depending on how this goes, in the next few moments here, open up the phone lines. Yes. All right, Joe is still doing his TV thing, so he'll be here in a second. But you want to okay. go ahead and take the first guess, dead guy in an envelope. Okay. Is it a man? Yes. Is it an actor? No. Is it a singer? No. Is it a TV personality? No. Joe, do you have a guess? <laughs> Joe, no, you missed the first couple of clues here. It is a, it is oh. a man. It is not a, what, what did you say? Not a movie actor? It's not, yeah, it's not a movie star. It's not a singer. Not a singer. It is a man. And then Rochelle said, is this person a TV personality? And I said, listen closely, no. So he's been on the TV. Yes. Um... Uh, how long has he been? Is he was he would have? Uh, uh, did he die within the last uh, uh, ten years? No. All right. Uh, so that's another one of these crazy people that I no know. one's ever heard of, except Robbie. <laughs> I know. No, that is not the case. I it, promise you, you will you will know this name. I promise you. Is he famous for sports? No. Was he uh, elderly when he died? Yes. Was he married to someone famous? No. Hmm. Uh, boy. Um, so he was in. So was he on a regular television show? No. Was he a comedian? No. What the hell could he? Be? Um, These are good guesses. You're getting closer. Television. Um, was he like a bit player on television? No. Mm. Just keep asking questions. Best way to do it. Um. So man died more than 10 years ago. Elderly when he died. Did he die from a sickness? No. Okay. I don't know why I'm just going to blurt this out because I know it can't possibly be right. But Tim Conway? No. Okay. I'm not sure Tim Conway was really that elderly. I think the poor guy was like 68 uh, or so when he died. I don't even know if he's dead, to be honest with you. I just threw <laughs> well, that his, out there. His career is, that's for sure. Um, I'm trying to think what he was famous for. That's uh, Was he... Um, did he invent something? Yes. Tim Conway died in 2019, by the way. Oh, well, God bless him. Um, he invented something. Was this guy from New Jersey? No. Did, did he invent something we still use today? Yes. Thomas Edison. Nope. Did he invent popcorn? 
Yes. <laughs> well done. Is it Orville Redenbacher? It is Orville Redenbacher. All right. Where did you get that from? <laughs> we were watching. We were watching something on the Food Channel, and it went in my mind. And I said, "Is Rochelle gonna just assume because we watch this? Is she gonna get to it faster?" And I should have gone against my gut and gone with somebody right. different because I had a, I had a feeling. It still took you five minutes. It did, but I had a feeling that you might get it only because we recently watched a little something about the history of popcorn. Okay, so, and I got to tell you, we watched the history of popcorn, Joe, and he and I were in. We were in bed watching this. And we're both like, "Oh my god, we have to have. Pop- I need yeah. pop. We got to eat popcorn. I need popcorn." Yeah, Joe, you ever see something on TV, a food on TV, and then oh yeah, uh, like you, all the time, you start uh, bargaining with yourself. That well, I I would uh, I would kill, I would steal, I'd do anything I could if I could get me some popcorn right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, no, but yeah, I got no, none I in the got, house. You know? Yeah, no, I get that. I've got this a beautiful popcorn machine here in my basement that I'm gonna have to go over there right now and make popcorn. I, know. <laughs> uh, but, I had an unfair it, advantage though. To be yeah, fair. I know I should have. Well, you know what? This is what, well, you know, that's probably not a conversation to have on the air. But you know, <laughs> this is why Robbie's really bad at playing his game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? The thing is, is that you know, <laughs> this, that's not. Any Anything anybody would know except for you and Rochelle. What do you mean that's not something anybody would? Everybody well, knows Orville Redenbacher. Well, who comes up with Orville Redenbacher? He's a famous name. Everybody knows that name. When I say it, you go, yeah, the popcorn guy. Everybody Honestly, knows that. I was thinking you were guessing uh, Walt Disney at first. That's why I asked if it was a sickness. Because okay. when it wasn't a TV person, it wasn't a... Now, would, would, Joe, would Walt Disney have been a good one? That's a good one. Yes, that would have been a great one. So I, I wouldn't choose Walt because I figure he's too famous. I try to do one that you've heard of, but he's not that famous. Well, fine. You know what? If you don't like it, why don't you do it next time? And I'll be one of the guessers. That's fine. We can do that. That could be fun. And I don't think he also, again, this is a lack of preparation. I don't think he invented popcorn. Well, he didn't invent popcorn, but the the corn that... uh, Well, let's roll the tape back when you said he invented, he invent something. Yes. He didn't invent anything. Well, yes, he did. The way that they popped the kernel was a totally new way. So technically, the the popcorn that you got was not the same as the people, you know, 100 years ago that would actually have to get the stove and the oil and all of that. Come on. But I thought with microwave popcorn, it was done by accident in some military base somewhere. I'm here to tell you after watching the Food Channel that Uh he was out 20 years before the microwave. Yeah, His his popcorn goes back to like 1960. So and the microwave pop- popcorn, we learned this from the show, actually came from Act 1. That was the Act, they, two, popcorn. Act 2 popcorn. But yeah. Act 1 was the first one that they did, and they were the ones who invented the microwave popcorn because they had a patent for a, a special lining that went in the bag that would pop in the microwave. All right, cool. well, interesting stuff. You know. Yep, really cool stuff. <laughs> Bottom line, dead guy in the envelope, Orville Redenbacher, Joe, not happy with me, as usual. <laughs> No, that's not, As usual, I, Joe, know. disappointed with dead guy in the envelope. Well, it, well Van Bancroft? Yeah. Who's heard of Van Bancroft? Oh, I don't know. Graduate's one of the biggest movies of the 20th century, but whatever. Right. right. He had to be 90 to know that. <laughs> Over to the celebrity hotline. You remember him from the West Wing? A few good men. Here he is, actor Joshua Molina. Joshua, good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you as well. Thank you for being on, and uh, congratulations, making another turn on Broadway in uh, Leopoldstadt, which starts uh, next month. I know uh, you grew up in the theater, so this is going to be pretty rewarding to uh, be on Broadway and in such a special show. It got big reviews in London and coming down to New York. Yeah, this is a dream job. And, and I do want to point out, it actually has opened already. I'm replacing fantastic actor David Crumholtz, who is leaving mid-March. So okay. If you can't- 
Wait till mid-March. Go see David, who's brilliant in the role. Now, hang on a second. Now, I, I know I'm not like a Broadway uh, nut here, but I, I, it opened in 2020, I believe, in London. It's all It had already opened in New York. I just assumed you were opening, so that's on me. Yeah, no, I, I am, in fact, a replacement, and I, I will be stealing everything I can from uh, David <laughs> <Donald> <laughs> He's a great actor people remember from all kinds of things as well. Now, you uh, you did grow up in the theater, right? Your dad was a producer, so you, you've been around this world your whole life. Yeah, absolutely. I grew up in New Rochelle, New York, in the sort of suburbs. My dad did a little producing, and his best friend, Manny Eisenberg, uh, is one of the great producers of all time. And so I was very fortunate as a kid to get to see a lot of theater. And uh, it, just, it just was magical to me, and it's what I wanted to do. And then my first professional job as an actor, thanks to Aaron Sorkin, was his play, A Few Good Men. And uh, it's taken me 34 years to get back to Broadway, but uh, I'm pretty thrilled that it's happening. Of course. And this is a heavy play, but I think an important one. It tells an important story. You want to talk a little bit about uh, what the play is? Absolutely. It's set in Vienna, Austria. Uh, it stretches from 1899 through 1955 in uh, nine beautiful scenes. It's about a large... Uh, intermarried, interfaith um, family in Vienna at the turn of the century, and uh, what it mean, what it meant to be a Jew then, and uh, uh, assimilation and uh, upward mobility, and it uh, explores themes of family and tradition and faith and friendship and loss and history. It's just a brilliant piece of writing by Tom Stoppard. I got to imagine one of the parts of this, it is fun, even though the topic, the uh, theme of the play is rather heavy, uh, is the wardrobe. I mean, as you say, it uh, takes place over a long period of time. So I imagine that's going to be kind of fun to be able to, uh, you know, try on the different period clothing and, and set pieces and that sort of thing, right? Yes, absolutely. The set is beautiful and brilliant. Um, uh, it's a huge cast. For a straight play, you don't see a cast with 30 plus actors. So it, it's pretty glorious on stage. And, uh, yeah, it is, it is good fun to, to do a period piece and to explore what it even feels like to wear the clothes of the day. Are you uh, one of those uh, actors, uh, Joshua, that will uh, come out the back door and sign autographs? Uh, I don't want to encourage people to <laughs> hoard you or anything, but have you done any of that? Are you planning on doing that? Oh, absolutely, yes. To the extent that anybody wants to meet me, and I'd be surprised if anyone does, I will come out and uh, I would love to hear what uh, people thought of the play. But open since uh, October now. I'm just reading over the press release here uh, in New York at the uh, Long Acre Theater. And again, Josh will be there starting uh, next month. Uh, I got to ask you a couple of TV questions, if that's okay. You mentioned uh, your friend uh, Aaron Sorkin. Obviously, a lot of people will remember you as uh, Will Bailey on The West Wing. When I go back and watch that show again, the thing I always wonder is, as an actor, what was it like? No other television show had the camera move through, you know, you're walking those corridors. I mean, what was that like to work under that circumstance as an actor? Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, I will say that Aaron Sorkin is a dear friend of mine and has been for decades and gave me all my breaks, both, uh, not both, in theater, TV, and film. Yeah. And so prior to The West Wing, I had appeared on Sports Night, his first TV series, yeah. and that also um, was uh, produced and directed by Tommy Schlamme. And, uh, and so that the style that was used in the West Wing, I think, was first explored in Sports Night. And so these long cuts, traveling, walk and talks, as they call them in the West Wing, that was part of sort of my training as an actor. And it's, uh, it, it stood me in good stead because it's almost like doing a piece of theater when you have to do a long scene that must be um, captured in a single shot. Yeah, I mean, that puts a lot of pressure on the actor, I would imagine. Yeah, that is true. As soon as you blow a line, it's like, okay, cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You, guys, you have to know your dialogue when you're working for uh, Aaron Sorkin. 
I'm sure people say this to you, but people just in conversation, you know, talking about the show still all these years later say, man, I, I wish we had Jed Bartlett as president for real. I wish we had those people working for our president. That's the, you know, so it's it's kind of a special thing you, you did. So I'm sure that must mean something to you to have been a part of such a beloved TV show. Oh, yeah. And then um, uh, from 2016 to 2020, I co-hosted with Rishi Herway a, a um, podcast called The West Wing Weekly in which we revisited every episode. So it was very special. Oh. The, the community that built up around the podcast and that still loves the show so much. It's one of the nice things about streaming services that it keeps the show, you know, that's 20 plus years old, still alive for uh, new viewers, people who weren't even alive necessarily when it first aired. Oh man, that's crazy to think about that there were people, yeah, I guess you're <laughs> 1999, there are people that are 20 something years old that weren't alive when it came on. That makes me feel old, Joshua. Why'd you have to do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, hey, it makes me feel older. Uh, before I let you run, I got to quickly ask: You got to do a stint on the Inventing Anna show. Obviously, there was a lot of buzz about that show over on Netflix. That must have been a kick to get to do that. That yeah, was great. Well, I've I've worked for Shonda Rhimes, another uh, dear friend and incredible talent who's been very, very good to me, much like Alan Sorkin. And so, when Scandal ended in 2018, I wondered whether I'd get the opportunity to work for her again. And so, I was delighted to be in Inventing And I got to play uh, a rich guy, which was also fun. I got to. Uh, uh, sail around on my boat and uh, pretend I was rich for a couple days. <laughs> Rochelle wants to do her an impression for you. You want to do it for Joshua? <laughs> You're so basic. See, everybody does it. Everybody does it. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> well, Leopoldstadt opens, uh, well, it's open on Broadway, but it opens with uh, Joshua Molina joining the cast next month. Thank you so much for being on, having a little fun with us. It's great to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for staying in touch all weekend long, all of our socials. Anytime, 1071theboss.com, the Robbie and Rochelle in the morning page. You can also check out our podcast wherever you get yours, or it's on demand right there. Matter of fact, Mr. Leonard, who I'm told will be in tomorrow, mm. if he's not sicker than a dog, yes. likes to catch up on the podcast. You know, because he doesn't show up at work, no. so he listens to the podcast and he tells me that's just as good as being here as and participating. Do. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We're paying him in gift cards. I mean, he should have come in once in a while, but I'm, I'm told he'll be here tomorrow <laughs> and he'll be caught up on the podcast, and you can be too. Yes. Imagine that. Imagine that. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories, thoughts you needed to know. Being the no number five to number one this Monday. We start at number five. Here's a Karen, and I know some people find that to be kind of an offensive word now, but this woman really is a Karen. Okay. Here's why. She's accusing a pizza delivery guy of trespassing on private property. He tries to calm her down, and then she spit on his car. Oh, you know the cars get the pizza no. thing on the roof? I was delivering my pizza. What were you saying? Get out of here. Why? This is private property, and you're trespassing. I'm delivering a pizza. What is wrong with you? Will you please get out of my way? Are you serious? Get out. Now, listen, a couple things here. What? She's obviously insane, and I get that. And it appears that he's delivering. You do? A, you get that? Yeah, well, there's no reasoning with this woman. She's I, not rational, okay? okay? So I'm, right. I, I get that. So sure. that she's gone. That's it, sure. okay? Okay. And I also understand what seems to be happening here is he's delivering a pizza and it's like a tenement or an yeah, apartment, yeah, building. apartment building. The yeah. pizza's not for her. She doesn't know who he is. He's a man. She's for. I get all of that, okay? Uh-huh. Here's where it bugs me a little bit. I would be on his side. Were it not for the fact that you can tell this picks up where he goes, I'm sorry, what was that? Right. Because he and wants he to get her that. on film so he can post it, get followers, and show you know that he's the martyr because he ran into this crazy-ass woman. I, That's I, where he loses me. No, I hear you, and I do agree with that, but he, it's also good that he got that on film because, I mean, he could take that to the cops. You can't do that. What's I guess. the matter with you? The spitting is where, you know, if she just That's yelled gross. at him, then she'd be fine, but she had to go and spit on his car. Yeah. That's gross. I mean, he's trying to be there in 30 minutes or less. That's she's right. She's in his way. It's just not right. It's disgusting. Maybe we just don't know the whole story. Maybe, you know, if you're in Lakewood or Newark, you know, <laughs> you see a guy you don't know with a big box of a hat, you'll worry a little bit. He's I don't a know. pizza guy. I don't know. Bonus, bonus story.
I don't even care about this story. I don't know why there's a thing. People Magazine has a story this morning. And I'm just going to read the headline. Okay. And I brought this up to you already, and Rochelle was chuckling about this. I'm just going <laughs> to mention this again. Did you know that Emily Ratajkowski, who is a model, right? I don't know. She don't was know. on the show iCarly. She posted a clip of herself watching the show. This is a Disney Channel show. <laughs> now, I'm not going to play the clip because who gives a damn that she was on the show? This is a trending story in People Magazine this morning. They pay people probably $80,000 to write. Did you know Emily Ratajkowski was on iCarly? <laughs> No, I didn't know. Who cares? And I don't care. Nobody cares. She doesn't care. I don't know. It's very strange that it's trending. For those of you that didn't know I was on this show, here's a picture of me. Oh, my God. Watching myself on the show because I need attention all the time. And then People Magazine feeds the beast and posts this. Shame on them. I think iCarly was on for like a year. It wasn't even that popular. I know it's a Disney show. I know that. Like, who cares? People used to do great investigative journalism about people (laughs) like Joey Buttafuoco, OJ, and now they've resorted to reporting on whether or not Emily Ratajkowski Mm -hmm. was on iCarly. We needed to know. Thank you, People Magazine. It's really important. Okay. Cares. It just blows my mind that anybody would even take the time to type that. Was, I mean, you're sitting there at your computer at People Magazine. You get the big sign in the wall that says People, right? Is all you pe- You get the yeah. bank of you know, their laptops. I'm picturing the corporate office of People. This guy's like, oh, did you know that Emily Ratajkowski was on iCarly? <laughs> Paycheck, please. It was very important. You're downplaying the importance of how much whoever her name is was on whatever that show was. <laughs> I don't even remember her name now. <laughs> Number four. Here's some good news. Wayne's World 3 is coming. Did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he'd put on a dress and play a girl bunny? Dana Carvey, Mike Myers, dressed as Garth and Wayne. Apparently, they're working on the movie, or at least a commercial or something. Okay. Where they're back in character again, so people, fans of the movie, are excited about this. Excellent. 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 You know what just occurred to me? Our buddy Marty, who always says excellent. Yeah. I bet he was doing Wayne and Garth. That never occurred to me until this you moment. Think? You go, excellent. Yeah, he says excellent all the time. We're going to have a meeting in 10 minutes. Excellent. excellent. I wonder if he was doing Wayne and Garth. Can I hear that clip again? It just, uh... Excellent. I think it might have been that. We've known the guy for years, and I just realized he was doing Wayne and Garth. We thought he was just a weirdo. He's a Wayne's World fan. I had no idea. Marty, you're fired. Excellent. Excellent. Did you know Emily Ratajkowski was in iCarly? Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> she posted a video of herself and everything. I had no idea. I had no idea. Bear with me. Is it possible that Dana Carvey and Mike Myers just do this for fun because they got nothing else going on? I mean, neither one of them has done a movie in a long time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So maybe there is no Wayne World 3. Excellent. (laughs) Number three. (laughs) Not Wayne's World 3, but number three. There's a dog in Arizona. You know, I love these things. Guinness Book of World Records for longest tongue of a living dog in the world. That's the full... Guinness World Record, okay. longest tongue of a living dog in the world. The record requires the tongue to be measured from tip to snout. And Aww. Bisbee the dog from Arizona measured at 3.74 inches. His tongue is not noticeable unless he's panting. When he was out and panting, I would try to measure his tongue. Um, but it wasn't so easy since his tongue was moving. 3.74 inches really doesn't seem that long, does so it? So are you telling me that they sat this dog down and they forced his mouth open yeah. and pulled out his tongue and uh-huh. then took a tape measure and measured this poor dog's tongue that is what we're, for no reason? Well, they got the Guinness World Record. They're not the hurting dog the dog. does not care. No, I know he does it, but they didn't hurt the dog. Are you sure? I mean, listen, I hold Rick down and I clean his ears because he gets waxed. It doesn't sound pleasant to have a tape measure shoved down your throat to measure your tongue. Listen, don't knock until you've tried okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I walked into that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> I walked into hello. that one. Hello. Number two, Adam Levine. If maybe you don't know his music. He's with that band Maroon 5, but he was also on that voice show as yeah, a judge. Yeah, yeah, He's made a swap of a classic car, 1971 Maserati, 
for a classic car he had. He paid over a million dollars. Turns out the Maserati is a fake. Oh, he, uh, really? Through a representative announced he is going to sue the person he bought the car from. I'm sure his wife is saying, karma's a bitch, Adam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> karma's a bitch. Yeah, that's what you get for cheating on your wife. I was going to say, this is very funny if you know the backstory. That yes. Was <laughs> apparently in the private messages of a supermodel when he's married with a bunch of kids. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> nice job out of you, Adam. Uh-huh. Bonus, bonus story for you. NASA has confirmed a 1,000-pound meteorite broke up over South Texas last week. Why mm. was this not a bigger story? I don't know. Just hearing about this this morning, one report puts it in perspective, describes it heavy as four baby elephants, about the size of a Welsh corgi. So not the size of four baby elephants, but the weight okay. of four baby elephants. That's amazing. Should we not be more concerned about this? There are thousand pound meteors falling from this guy. Like, do we not have a missile defense for this kind of thing? I think meteors fall more often than you think they do. They're just not as large as that, so it doesn't. They go unnoticed, but. That's it's amazing. No one got hurt, and it's maybe some guy looking out his window. All of a sudden, this thing right into his pickup <laughs> truck. His, his driveway, South Texas. Crap! Oh man, I just got the the tires winterized and everything. <laughs> Damn you, NASA! You should have put something out about that. Yeah, probably. Number one, archaeologists found a long wooden object back in 1992. And it was classified as apparently it's been in storage. Not all these things are out at museums or whatever, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's been in storage as a tool the ancient Romans used for sewing. Well, upon a new investigation of these items, again, that were uncovered back yeah. in uh, 1992, scientists now believe it's an ancient Roman sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How did they determine? I don't think you want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know how they figured out. Is it very long and smooth? It is. <laughs> But I'm looking at a picture at it, and it could be just about anything. And yeah. I also would assume this was some sort of a tool that had to do with sewing or quilting or cleaning clothes. But in fact, they've decided it's a sex toy. And I, again, I don't know how. I don't want to know how the scientists came to this conclusion. Here's the thing: How do you mistake a sex toy for a sewing tool? Like, how were they sewing? I don't understand how you mix. Excellent. The, yeah. Excellent. How That's do you all. mix those two things up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they did back then, but... Hi, welcome to Joanne's Fabrics. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot in here. Or is it just an Afghan? Mm. <laughs> Ancient Roman sex story. That's crazy. Now we know why Cleopatra ran off with Mark Anthony. Oh, boy. That's a highbrow joke right there. Oh, boy. That's a highbrow, lowbrow. That's a hard joke to do, and I did it. You did it. You're welcome, America. <laughs> Monday, world-famous celebrity birthday filed. Jenny Wow from the Jersey Shore mm. TV show. She's 37. Josh Groban, one of your favorites. Ugh. 42 today. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell the story again sometime about he's why rude. you hate Josh Groban. <laughs> Chelsea Clinton, she's 43. Neil Schoen from Journey, he's 69. Ralph Nader, Joanne Woodward. That's uh, Paul Newman's widow. 93 today, God bless her. Today is National Koala Day. It's National Strawberry Day. National Susan Day. Susan? I wonder if Lazy Susan gets its own day. I, I don't know. Is this a day for women named Susan? Is that what I this is? I think it's a day for women named Susan. All right. Yeah, Hi, I like Sue. it. International Polar Bear Day as well. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's not going to be around much longer. Oh, too soon. Too I soon. didn't do it. I'm not squirting too hairspray soon. into the sky. <laughs> don't look at me. I had nothing to do with it. If I worked at NASA, I'd be telling people a meteorite was about to fall in their pickup truck bed in their driveway. <laughs> I'm a high-strung day. High-strung show. Yeah. But I guess it's really no different than any other day. But no, not really. Got to say uh, congratulations to our friend. I was waiting until he put it on his socials because I didn't want to let the cat out of the bag about a private matter. But our friend Kermit the Wonder Frog, Kermit the DJ, 
a proud papa for a second time this morning of a healthy baby. Congratulations to he. We call him Kermit because he's got mm-hmm. a funny voice and a goofy face, but his real name's Trevor. <laughs> so, so congratulations to uh, Kermit and his wife uh, Vanessa on the birth of their second child. Yes, a little girl. He's very yeah. cute. And he looks, uh, he's just glowing. His eyes are wide open. You know that, uh, oh my God, I'm a dad. He's got that going uh, in the picture he posted. Well, he That's post- a scotch. He, no, he posted a photo of him and holding his daughter and yeah. she's looking up at him. It's a cute picture. It's- so sweet. She's like, I don't know. Right, I don't know if she's scared. She's like, this is my dad. <laughs> Wait a minute. Or did you say a second ago it's the scotch that has his eyes wide open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Even I think that's terrible. I, I, and the fact that he now is in charge of a daughter, that's that's disturbing. I'm yeah. hoping that'll calm him <clears throat> down a little bit. Not calm him down. I'm hoping it straightens him out. Well, that's what a, I mean. He's that's a giant I mean. pervert is what he is. That's so what I'm saying. Let's I, hope this straightens him out a little bit. I hope that at being a girl dad, maybe he realizes that when he's staring at a woman, that's someone's daughter. Like, yeah. I, you know, because he has a tendency to do that. Yeah, let me just be clear. I mean, he said we don't have like a Matt Lauer situation going no, on with Kermit, but no. Kermit's the kind of guy that if uh, if you're out with Kermit and you're talking a couple of dudes together, he'll just walk away from the conversation the minute a girl walks in there and be like, hey, how are you? What's going on? You want And I'm not saying he picks him up or anything, buddy. No. He'll, oh, no, he'll, no, he'll no, spend no, the whole night flirting with him for sure. So yeah. he's a little bit of a perv. That's all I'm saying. So I hope knowing that he's got a daughter at home, it'll change his perspective on how to relate to the fair mm. gender. Is that fair? Mm. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. it isn't. I don't know. But no, no, it's fine. I'm, no, fine. No, she's very cute though. Yes, yeah, she is. She she's, is. Well, his wife. And this is the other thing I don't get. His wife is is actually a beautiful woman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. she could have that happened. I I, <laughs> I I don't understand at all. Yeah, he's a total goon. So he he definitely yeah. should be kissing her feet every day. Actually, it's funny. One of the original blast offs that we were doing, the first one he was at, and then Vanessa showed up. We had been drinking already by the time she said, shockingly enough, and she walks in, and uh, we're all sitting around the table, and Scott's there, and I look over at Kermit, and I look over at her, and I said, I got to ask you something. <laughs> what do you see in this big oaf? <laughs> he is a big oaf. That's a perfect way to put it. And everybody, and Patty hit me, and said, oh, it was funny. You know, it was well, absolutely hilarious, but uh, baby is adorable. Anyway. And we really, are. God bless we him. We really oh, are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're just busting. He's 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 a great kid, and I love him to death. No, and, uh, I'm I'm so happy for him. We texted with him last night, and he he told us he said she did amazing. Pushed for five minutes, the kid was out. That's amazing. Well, that's what happens, what right? On the second one, isn't that usually the the deal with the second one? Well, depends, right? It depends. It depends. Yeah. You know, it, it, it everything is up in the air. But he said she was a trooper, and <laughs> including your legs in the stirrup. <laughs> yeah. Up in the air. Jeez. I guarantee Kermit will be out there drinking on uh, St. Patty's Day. He'll be a, he's got a couple he'll of weeks. Get a break by yeah, then. It's he'll be ready weeks. to go by St. Patty's Day. Yeah. We'll see him at Kelly's and Neptune. <laughs> oh no, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. He might be there now. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me even a little bit. Honestly, yeah. God, I think everything is making me feel old today. Between uh, going to that seminar with the college kids and then hearing that about the West Wing, and then uh, I got to mention that was a long this. time ago now. Yeah, yeah. The show started really in was. 1999. Uh, yeah. I also apparently I'm losing it because I got a, a message here a couple of minutes ago. I, I thought I said Sunday, but uh, Saturday. Uh, is the uh, Belmar Lake Como St. Patrick's Day Parade? And I just read the thing in the bulletin board, and a guy called up and said, "You you said Saturday. It's it's Sunday." So I don't know how I did that. And you know, you never say something and you swear you said the right thing, and then you didn't. 
Man, mm-hmm. yeah. matter of fact, I made a career. Yeah, out of that it. happens. Don't worry about you it. You need more coffee. It's all right. It's I early. feel. I feel like I'm. I'm losing. I better start taking that. Uh, what's that pill they advertised during all the uh, the game shows to uh, keep your uh, mind going? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not Metamucil. That's for the pooper. What's the other one there right, for the? That's the poop one. Yeah, there's She's one of them supposed oil to. Oil or something. Yeah, make your mind a little sharper. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me today, but I'm losing it. Getting old, man. That's what happens. I don't know. Just not paying attention, I guess. So sorry about that. <laughs> Lake Como, uh, Belmar, St. Patty's Day Parade. Guy, yeah. I said to the guy, I'm like, you sure about that? Because I, I thought I said it right. He's like, I'm sure, and I'm the organizer. Wow. That's a crazy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. So That's a fun parade, that one. There's a, You know, it's funny now. There are so many St. Patrick's Day parades in New Jersey. I mean, there's mm-hmm. tons and tons of them. And uh, that's one. Seaside has one. You know, Ocean County has one. Yeah. I believe uh, and, we're in that one too. By the way, we're in the seaside one too. With the the Boston. crazy stuff, crazy crazy stuff, and and uh, the one in Belmar, I marched in that like five or six years ago when I was the grand marshal at Union County's parade, and um, and we got to, you know whenever you showed up the year you're grand marshal, you get to go to any parade you want and, and go and walk in it. You know, oh and, that's uh, fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So we went down to Belmar, Marianne and I, and we walked in that parade, and that was what a crazy the, <laughs> nuts. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Spent the Spent before it and after it in Bar A. It was great. Oh, wow. I had a good time. Yeah, good good time. Now, I know good you're time. not the uh, Grand Marshal this year, but are you in the Union County Parade as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, we'll you are. be in okay. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once right. you're a Grand Marshal, you get to. I actually, I'm marching twice. I'm marching as a former Grand Marshal and then also with uh, the foundation. We have. Uh, you can march in. You want to come up? March in it. What's the date on it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, clearly, I don't know. I, I don't know any of the dates either. So you and I are. Even I gotta look. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. All right. But it might be the same day as the Belmar Parade. I, I, I mean, I mean this in all sincerity, and it's because I, I'm still worried that a year later you're mad at me. You really should come down because all the boss uh, staff is going to go over to Kelly's when Dusen is over there in Neptune uh, on St. Patty's afternoon. You should stop by. Let me make it up to you. Let me buy you a cocktail. I will hand you the cash. A cocktail. I bought ninety cocktails. Yeah, they weren't day. all for me. I had one drink. No, I know, but I, you know, I mean... I'm not getting into this again. I'm not doing this. I can't. Can't do it again. <laughs> Just saying, I will buy you personally a drink, just you and me, and we'll have a moment together if, you, if you're willing. Fine. I don't, I don't know what your plan is, because it's a Friday, but if you're willing, on St. Patty's Day, we'll be at Kelly's and Neptune, all right? Um, the Union County Parade's the 11th, yeah, so it's the same. Yeah, that, that's going to be a big day for parades around the area. Well, as a matter of fact, you ready for this? I, I am yes. available that day during the day, because then in the evening, I think it's okay to mention this, they've uh, asked me over at the Basie Center, I'm going to do a uh, an interview. They've got Phil Rosenthal, the guy that does a, he has a travel show now, but he was also the co-creator of Everybody Loves Raymond with Ray Romano. Yeah. He's coming in to do a talk at the Basie, and I'm the moderator. So, wow. So March 11th is going to be a busy day for us. <laughs> yeah, it's during the day. If you guys want to come up and march with us in the parade, it's fine. Yeah, love it. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd love fun. to march. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not long. It's not a long parade. It's only about a mile. It's easy. So it's it's uh, it's good. Yeah, mile's good. I could probably hack that. <laughs> as long as it's and, slow. Uh, that's, that's a couple of days. Uh, <laughs> that's a couple of days after my big doctor's appointment. So I'm sure the doc is going to tell me, start walking. Get your steps in, fatty. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. That'd be good for me. Yeah, a couple of that's going to be a monumental day. I can't wait till the next day to hear what he says to you. Going to be a monumental day. Sunday. Luckily, I go. I'm going to Joe, and I have an appointment first. So I told Robbie that I'm going to come in with my list of the things that that need to <laughs> be addressed. Wrong with them. Yeah, yeah, well, I want a dress because I think Robbie's going to go in there. I feel fine. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm great. Good. I got no issues at all. Add yeah. to the list, and I can't remember what the hell day it is. So <laughs> apparently, that's a problem I got going on now too. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's what happens, though. You're, it's all like, you know, everybody's like that, so. 1071, the boss. It's he said. She said. 
with Robbie and Rochelle. We've been talking quite a bit about St. Patty's Day this morning. You think about St. Patty's Day, you think about going out, having yourself a nice cocktail, doing a little uh, boozing, a little drinking, a little eating. Mm-hmm. What place would be worse if they sold alcohol? <laughs> now, if you're going out and you're going to enjoy yourself uh, no, a little night out, you probably want to go to a place where they serve alcohol. If, yeah. if you're someone who consumes alcohol, sure. you know, I, I am, so I would prefer, <laughs> obviously, so I would prefer to go to a place where they serve alcohol. If you yeah, want to go yeah, out, yeah, have yeah. a little food, have a little bite, have a little drink, sure. have a nice warm evening, right? Mm-hmm. But what's a place that would be worse if they sold alcohol? We were just talking about Kermit. The delivery room would be pretty bad if they had <laughs> alcohol there for the dad. For the dad, yeah, but wouldn't it be better mom. for the mom? I don't know. Well, no, because she can't drink because she's still pregnant at that point. Yeah, the baby's halfway out. She's probably fine. <laughs> He's not really hooked up anymore at that point, is he? <laughs> for me, it would be Target. Oh, gosh. If they served booze at Target and I was able to drink while I walked around. Bad I would, for you, good for Target. I would spend so much more money. It would be so bad. Oh, my gosh. I cannot. It would be so bad. It's a good idea to put yeah. a bar in there, but... Bad, bad, bad for me. How about the bank? You go up there trying to get your check cash, and lady's there. I give you four or five. Hang on yeah. a second. I need yeah, if your teller was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> trying to count out your check on a Friday afternoon. She's barfing. Mm-hmm. Instead of counting out the dollar bills. Or even you, if you went in there and you're like, I'm just going to take out 20. And you're like, you know what? I'll give you one. How about this? How about the movie theater? Well, so a lot of movie theaters do serve booze now. That's true. Super fun. Because you hate to go there, you know, first night a movie's playing and everybody hooting and hollering, ruining the experience for you. That or you have too much wine and you fall asleep like I have done in the theater. Because $38 on a movie. Yeah. You and your but wife. There are, still, there are some theaters that do serve booze in there now. Place would be worse if they sold alcohol. They sold some booze. 732-774-4444. How do you answer that? 774-4444. I got one line ringing. You can get through. You can also boss text connects us. Get us on Facebook. Give it up for Rob Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That's a quality individual right there. And there's a lot of sleaze bags in show business. It's true. He is not one of them. Mm -hmm. 809, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071, the boss on 99.7 FM. You're around Tom's River. You're driving down, I don't know, Wildwood, something like that. Come in loud and clear. Go wave at Lucy the Elephant. She just refurbished, you know. Oh, her, yeah. Had her closed for like a year. Yeah. But Lucy's back open. I was just reading about that. You can also get us on the Boss app or 1071theboss.com and your smart speaker on your laptop. You got one of those um, tuner apps on your TV. You got the mm-hmm. Roku. You stream us right there. A lot of ways to listen. Doing some housework around the, got today off, working from home, doing a little vacuuming in between Zooms. Yes. Put the boss on the TV. Yeah. There you go. You can do that. A couple of ways to listen this morning. <laughs> a lot of people asking about uh, Bruce Springsteen tickets. Bruce and the E Street Band have announced a bunch of shows from MetLife Stadium. Before they get there, though, they're going to be at the Peru April 14th, a Friday night show. I believe it's yes. a Friday night show, isn't it? I think so. So we're going to uh, get those tickets for you starting Monday. All right? You got another week to go. But once we start going, we'll give them away on the air. We'll also give them away with the Boss Roadies and a number of uh, Ticket Blitz locations. It's all starting next Monday. That's exciting. We've been teasing it, but it's coming next Monday. Okay. I just want you to spread the word make sure you're aware of this. So if you're looking for Bruce, very soon, Monday's the day. Those tickets are like $16,000. So, so expensive. <laughs> so <laughs> expensive. Well, we get them for free in the uh, Boss Party Suite, by the way. You get to see the show yeah. with uh, all your favorite boss DJs. We'll all be there. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Or at least one of them. I'm sure they're one you of them isn't uh, completely that's repulsive to you. Yeah. <laughs> From Boss Radio, 1071. The Boss. All right. Our uh, He said, she said is going here. What place would be worse, even worse, if they sold alcohol? Text from 0021 said divorce court. <laughs> you might want to have a little shot before you go in or when you come out, but not during. 
Do you know the day that I finalized my divorce with my first? Yeah. I got a flat tire I do on the that. way to court. I remember that. I needed a drink so bad. <laughs> it was the, I would have done anything if they would have sold little shots in the lobby there. That would have been so great. I mean, somebody needs to come up with that on the uh, the plaza in oh front of the courthouse. Oh, my gosh. It's so needed just to, like, calm your nerves for a second because yeah. that was, it's just awful. Mike said voting booths. <laughs> <laughs> I just pull the lever. How about the morgue? That'd be terrible. Oh, god! Gotta go identify the body. Ugh. Nevin said the trampoline park or an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a good answer, actually. Don't be that guy. Hey, how you doing? You know why we're here? That's terrible. You want a little bit? That's terrible. Let's go talk to line three. Hey, Robbie. How you doing, pal? Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. How about the DMV? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you I don't mean, have to take your driver's test after that. Yeah. That'd probably be a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and fail. That's not what you want to do. Mm-mm. Place would be worse if they sold alcohol. If they sold the alcohol, this place would be even worse. That's your he said. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. You got a clever one for us? Outsmartest. <laughs> Give it to us. You can also uh, text in very same number or on Facebook. We're talking about St. Patrick's Day, and I got us on this little tangent. What place would actually be worse? I mean, just even less pleasant. If they sold alcohol. Not if they didn't sell alcohol. Mm-hmm. You think of a lot of places. That's easy. Yeah. Say, man, this place would be terrible if we didn't have booze to get us through. <laughs> what place would be worse if they sold the boozer? Text from 1501 said the shooting range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be bad. Not a good idea. Sheila said a daycare or prison. Oh, my God. That'd be dangerous either way. Are you not allowed to drink in prison? I guess you're not. I never no, really thought about that. you drink in prison. I don't know a you lot about it. they're going to give inmates alcohol? <laughs> are you kidding? Where else are they going? That'd be terrible, though. Lucky for me, I know very little about prison. I had never considered that. <laughs> a text from 1267 said, a kid's sporting event. I'm sure there are people that bring little thermoses, don't oh, you think? absolutely. And you know, the worst ones are the hoity-toity moms that go to, like, a soccer game. You know, they're the ones that got a little flask of gin or something. No, it's the White Claws all day. They make special cups for you when you go to the sporting <laughs> events that you can bring into the games. I swear it's a thing, but it's sometimes There's it's a, aren't they? Aren't they cute with their little cleats? Go ahead, run, Jimmy, and then turns it to, your son's an right. a-hole! That's you know? exactly what happens, <laughs> Five too. White Claws in. Screaming. It is a bad idea at the uh, shooting range. I will say this, though. I've, I've never done this, but I have been around people that uh, use the uh, empty bottles of beer, do a little shooting. I just kind of fun to hit them and watch them pop right off. <laughs> Maybe don't drink them before you shoot them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If you got them, don't drink them before you shoot them, all right? Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. <laughs> the answer to your question would be your radio station, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning... We'd be even more incoherent if we were drinking in here? That's absolutely right. Well, you, you, guys, sure- you, guys are, you, you guys are awesome. Mr. Lobster said hello. Oh, hey, Mr. Lobster. <laughs> you're, you're operating under the assumption that we're not drinking right now. you got no idea. Uh, that's, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Have an awesome day. Bye, Mr. Lobster. Who the hell is Mr. Lobster? He's been calling all the time. We, did we meet Mr. Leaving, Lobster? Leaving the nom du be Mr. Lobster. Was I drinking when I met a Mr. Lobster? I don't, know. I don't if we remember. Did. If we did, I have no recollection, but you would assume if you meet a guy who says, hey, how you doing? I'm Mr. Lobster. You would think, you know, shaking his claw. Yeah. <laughs> that you would remember. I don't know.
Place would be worse if they sold alcohol. 732-774-4444. You can text us an answer. We do check those even after the show. Or on the Facebook anytime at 1071 The Boss. We've spent quite a lot of time talking about booze in this morning. Yeah, be, we have. It's going to be a Monday, right? That's good, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about this? Let me mention this. I like letting out little secrets, little uh, exclusives here. Speaking of American Idol, we can uh, tentatively confirm that Manasquan's own Cole Holman... American Idol alumnus will be performing at the Summer Blast Off. Oh, hosted oh, that's by good. 1071 The Boss and Joe Nolan, May 26th, The Crab's Claw in Lavalette. Mark your calendars now to avoid disappointment because the thing is packed. <laughs> he was great last year. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get him back again this year. American he, Idol he alumnus. Was, he was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really good. He's met Katy Perry. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> he can attest to what a weirdo. He, he's mm-hmm. also met Rochelle, and he can attest to what a weirdo Rochelle is. Mm-hmm. So Cole knows all um, the secrets. See, I, I used to like the old idol. I liked it a lot better than it is now. I'm telling you, I think I, it's better. I liked it when they'd bring people in there and Simon would just shred them. I, I, Simon I, I, was, that great. was great. He was that great. That was great. But there was and a then, period uh, there where it stunk, and now I'm telling you, it's good again. Well, what's his name? Um, uh, William. That William Hung thing, that's <gasps> classic television. Just classic. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, he came in. G-Bang, <laughs> G-Bang. It was great. They brought him back uh, last year, I think, for the 20th anniversary. Oh, they should have. He He's redid- probably... The- yep. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying he, he redid the She Bangs, and he was just as terrible 20 years later. It was great. Uh, uh, he was probably <laughs> the biggest star that ever come out of there. I go crazy because she loose like a rock, but she's perfect. like a thief, like every girl in history. Go ahead. She bangs. She bangs. Oh, it was great. Man, I can listen to that all day. It was that's, great. That's what we got to get to the blast off. I bet we can afford William Hung. Let's call him. I and bet then, you can't. I bet we can't. No, I'm going to say I bet we can't. Probably right. But I, I can remember when the old radio station did a spot with him. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And uh, they said that the they thought the mother really thinks he's good. <laughs> oh, his and, mother uh, thinks he's good? Yeah. Gosh. Oh. The poor kid. And, uh, and, oh, yeah. And, and he was, he was uh, a little rough, apparently, from what I understand. But that, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But I'll bet you he's um, mellowed out. His time has gone on, and he's realized oh, he's yeah. not going to become, uh, you know, the next Frank Sinatra, you know? <laughs> oh, it was great. That was absolutely great, though. And there were a bunch of people like that on that show that were just absolutely phenomenal. Now it's all good. Now everybody's good. What, who cares? Everybody's good. I don't want to see people good. They do have some. They still put some bad People ones on there. Terrible. We just we just watched the first episode, and they they had a couple who came on. And the thing about the bad ones now is they think they're good. So like before when William Hung would come on. I like think he, William Hung thought he was good. Okay, maybe he's not a great example, but there were people that would come in and they know that they were idiots. And now mm-hmm. there are people who come in <laughs> and they actually think that they're, they're like, yes, I I practice 12 hours a day and I'm you know, this is my life. This is everything. And they come in, they're horrible. And they're like, you know what, man? I'm dying. This maybe isn't for you. And they just look devastated. And that is still funny. You know what I could do without <laughs> is the backstory. And they've done this all along through the show is when they, they take you to the hometown and they tell you these sob story about how their grandma died. And it's like, and that's too bad, but can the guy sing or can he? I don't care about all this other stuff that went on in their life growing up, you know? Just sing a song. It's actually pretty funny, too, when they have those people on and um, then they don't make it. They're out, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll do this whole big, long production thing for them and then nothing. <laughs> nope, sorry, you're out. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. See you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. But- <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? That was an old thing from the old show. Sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, that was old. Sorry. All right. 
apologize. I sometimes, thought I knew all your ticks, but you surprised me with that one. Sometimes, sometimes my brain goes back to that. I apologize. It's, it's all right. Because this show is so much like that one. It's just so funny. But Which is a good thing. Yeah.